Hey, this is Tyler. And this is Lenny. This is the Lenny and Tyler Show. Show! Come to you live today from this messy back room at Montana Gallery with our friend Jason Shear. I just figured that you would. I would join in right away. Join in right away. It's live right now when we're recording it. Oh, so it's like (laughs) Saturday Night Live, but it's not live streaming. Right. Nope. That way, how would it. If it's. Wouldn't it be live? Yeah, I wasn't really really thinking when I said that. (laughs) Everything's live when you're recording it. Yeah. I just didn't know if you were live streaming. No. After the, the Kirk's thing. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, you guys aren't there. Mm-hmm. What was that? The Kirk streaming that they did. Uh, the of what? Music. Oh, cool. Yeah. Music and art and stuff. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. Actually, I think on Saturday we'll be doing a music and live stream at Evan down at the new oh, location. Right so it'll be Waffle Saturday, and they'll do some songs and then do some promo stuff, and then they're gonna come down here too, maybe. Well, Stan said that he wanted me to try to get some video together and then be down there, like, mm, to okay. talk over the top <clears throat> of some okay. of the video, I guess, like, during okay. breaks, cool. in between sets, maybe? Oh, sure. Nice. Something like that. Yeah. So. Space age technology. Yeah. Oh, maybe you could take some video of me painting the ceilings. Oh, yes. On tall ladders, looking yeah, cool. Yeah, looking all cool. Have you seen the... Shades on, and then you take yeah. them off, and like, ah, that's the wrong color. <laughs> now, have you seen um, like other li- like shows like kind of what they're doing before? Mm-hmm. Have you seen not really you know, like live at Daryl's house and stuff like that? Have you seen any of those kind mm-hmm. of shows? They're really like Daryl Hall and for the Hall and Oates thing. Oh, yeah, I thought that was really it was a good show that I saw. Oh, cool. And they had where they had like it's like like a farmhouse or something out on the East Coast and. And they were bringing these musicians, and they would play like a Hall and Oates tune, and they'd play one of their tunes. And but it was with the uh, with the band, and they were like in this barn, big huge farmhouse, and they'd share a meal together. And it was just neat to see that kind of that kind of show come together, and mm-hmm. just the different things that that you can kind of expand. So it's kind of neat to see. Were that. they doing that before COVID stuff? Or yeah, it's yeah, been it's been it's around been for a while, for a while. Yeah. but it's neat to see. People just sort of getting out and starting on projects. Yeah, I mean, adapt and new. It's kind of what we were talking about, like maybe what this is about is the whole just starting on projects. You know, I know that, um, you know, I've come to you before and said, yeah. you know, how do you paint? And you're like, figure it out. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it, <laughs> I mean, the greatest free, advice ever. Free advice right here on the yeah. podcast. How to paint figure from Tyler. Yeah, figure it out. It's <laughs> my life advice. Buy a $50 you DVD to this and you put it in. It's just like, you figure it out. <laughs> you listen to this and you got problems in your life? Hey, figure yeah, it out. Figure it out. But it wasn't, it wasn't a pull yourself up by the bootstraps thing. It, that's not, that's not the, that's not the angle you were, you were working on. You were, you were coming at it from a standpoint of saying, I can't translate for you what is inside of you that you need to get out via artistic expression. Uh-huh. And I thought that was a, thought that was a really mature and like wise leadership type position that you took because you could see for me you could see that there was there was this churning inside my heart and yet 
you were at that moment where you were there to be with me in that situation to sort of help me understand why I had this passion to paint and to create and, and just to get started. Yeah. And so, I mean, we've talked about it. I think it was two years of just... Two years ago? Yeah. It was 2018. Yeah. I think for 18 months I just did left and right strokes. Uh-huh. I mean, it was just... And just getting to know what the paint does and why it does what it does and and you said figure it out so yeah you've got to start yeah and you know wax on wax off yeah i mean what how do you start the coffee shop the shop or the making coffee engine well either one you just i mean yeah. because you've graduated from mm-hmm. barista no, starting too. the shop was just yeah friends and shot in the dark and just you had just yeah but you started. start start tearing up carpet start tearing up stuff and you're just like well now this is a gaping hole we have to figure out what to do to cover up this gaping hole and well, <laughs> you just start the, going yeah right, but that's the physical stuff yeah. like, how was how was the conversation between you and jaxie like how did that start oh man that's to, probably to come to that idea i mean how year, long did it take yeah. you to even get to be in the shop in the first place yeah i mean years of that conversation and then mm-hmm. more practically for like probably six or eight months before we found a spot we were like already like getting business license and stuff together sure. knowing that we're like gonna find a spot eventually and yeah yeah sometimes you do need just somebody from uh, somebody outside yourself to just tell you man yeah just do it yeah. like to that kind of gives you permission to do the thing that you want to do mm-hmm. or that you're like and it, completely knowing that you're incapable of doing it right now but that you will gain the capability of doing it in the process yeah <laughs> Yeah. But even with the art thing, right? So you watch a Bob Ross video, and he sits there and it's like, you know, this is your world. It's a happy place. You, you know, there's happy accidents. I mean, that was one of the rules that I had was if I mess up on a quote unquote mess up on a painting or the kids, you know, splatter something on it, it's okay. It's part of the piece. It's supposed to be there. Yeah. And that boundary that was created of saying it's okay if that does that mm-hmm. if if i were to drop it like a fresh painting into the into the dirt in the garage because that's where i started painting and get it covered with grit and stuff and and, and before it would have been oh, oh it's so pretty and then now it's got all this crap on it. it's like no 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 there's a reason there's there's something mm-hmm. texturally that'll happen with having a physical piece of sand in there or something like that or however the piece comes out and yeah. um, well, who was telling me about that John Lodge piece with the with the paper where everybody starts to you know and it starts to come apart and it's like the piece is living it it, mm. it you know they've they've sort of like take they take the pieces of paper off and the stack of paper gets shorter and shorter but it's all part of the part of the process of the piece I mean you know we can say a piece is done. Right? Mm-hmm. Or we can, or it can push itself further, and and only the artist knows when it's really done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like you give a stamp of approval on whether or not the coffee, with the grind and the timing and the the, the weight and the water and all the pressure and all that, is up to standard. And it's nice that you have that sort of um, care about your product and about what you're doing. That's kind of the neat thing that happens is, is that's what I've learned you know from you guys is just that whole idea of just you know striving towards excellence at all times 
Right. We're so, <laughs> so, we're so excellent. Well, yeah, but you may not see it in yourself. <laughs> no, you're right. It's hard to do. You may not see it in yourself, but... <clears throat> and that's a little bit like what you and I were talking about earlier, actually, that you're like in the grind of doing the me- what seems like the menial task. Mm-hmm. If you're in there appreciating all of that grunt work, mm-hmm. you will it positions you to be in a different place later on. But if you're in the grunt work thinking, I'm so much better than all this grunt work, you're never actually going to be (laughs) but like doing the same thing over and over and over again and practicing um practicing getting different results yeah different results and just like yeah absorbing your time yeah absorbing (coughs) your time when you're (coughs) cleaning the toilets and when you're doing all the stuff that seems lower if you don't build from that up you're not really as positioned as well to to be in authority later right yeah Hey, do we? By the way, do we have a Jaxi? We got minute? a Jaxi minute. All right. Oh, perfect timing. Do, we got the Jaxi minute. Is this something she texted in, or how's She, yeah. yeah, it's a. She records her re, her thoughts on the l- previous podcast. Mm. Keeps us humble. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> Hello, lucky listeners. It's the Jaxi minute, except. I'm not going to relegate myself to being one minute this time. Um, certain people in charge of certain podcasts that agreed to have certain Jaxies do the minute uh, violated the contract what? of said agreement when they did not include me in the last podcast. So I'm so, so sorry for you listeners who didn't get to hear she didn't have it done. Uh, the last Jaxie minute. So uh, right? just buckle your seatbelts and get so ready for this smooth, smooth ride. Uh, on listening and obeying, I think that that is really difficult when we are called to do this like thing we know we're supposed to. It's there's no why we just know we need to, and it's one of the most rewarding, hardest things ever. But it can be really difficult to support people around you when you don't know their why, and when you kind of want to save them from the pain and suffering. But we can't do that. We have to sit with them in their suffering, and. Um, kind of walk with them through that and that that true empathy and not only should we like like love it when it sucks i was just talking to emmett about this when we were camping um you you need to enjoy life when it sucks because without discomfort it makes life harder to enjoy i think that is just like one of the biggest lessons to learn and but you also get the privilege of holding someone's hand and walking them through this hard hard time and that brings you joy too it's that like what we talked about a few podcasts ago about like you get to enjoy what you have when you're empathetic with someone, when you're with them in their suffering, as they are learning to live without that and, and to appreciate and love it the way that they they did. So I did not know Tyler was such a The Rock fan, uh, big Dwayne Johnson fan over here. I got to say, Tyler, I did not, I couldn't find that quote that you said he's known for. Uh, so... Um, maybe it's not even in his top 10 Google. Things. It doesn't matter. Uh, not saying you're wrong, but, uh, not what he's maybe most known wow. for, but, um, <laughs> I do, I think he's super cool and inspiring and I don't know the way things are shaping up. I may, I may, uh, vote Dwayne Johnson 2020. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. It's not a joke. Do it. You can't just run joke. for president cause you think you're cool. <clears throat> Kanye. Anyway, hope you guys have a super great podcast, and yeah, love you guys. Oh, I love you too, Jaxi. Missed you. Wish you were here with us. Uh, but I'm definitely going to send you a YouTube of compilation, compilation of, of 
it doesn't matter what you think of the rock because it's the, it's, it's the best. That's what you think his phrase is. That's one of them. That's one of his catchphrases. Can't, was... If you smell what the rock is cooking, yeah, the wrong. millions and the millions, um, <laughs> uh, just bring it. Uh, candy ass. He always. <laughs> you polish it. You take those coins, polish them. Up real nice and good. Turn them sideways and shove them up your candy ass. That's another one. Uh, what else? That was kind of it. Stone Cold had a lot of good ones too. What? <laughs> so you're a big wrestling fan, or just? I was, yeah, growing up. Back in those were the like prime WWE. days of yeah, WWF, yeah, <clears throat> SmackDown yep. and Raw. Yeah. yeah, I knew it existed, but I didn't keep my attention. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, like I, I love The Rock. I don't know about Dwayne Johnson though. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, obviously he's a great guy, but <laughs> but just love, like loves extreme. Yeah, love like the rock. I love the rock yes. in his mm -hmm. the WWF persona yes. of the rock. Yeah. I love, and then uh, Jerry Stallone. Yeah, I mean, some of yeah. his movies are great, yeah. but some of them are just not so great. Skyscraper is that what it was uh -huh. called? They Did like you? This super technically advanced. Chinese skyscraper. Yeah. And somebody like hacks it and takes it over and is threatening some leader of yeah. some country. And then the premise of the movie just ends on I turned it off and turned it back on again. <laughs> just like oh, the actual like crux of the movie is like turning it off <laughs> turning it back I on. It. Did you I try unplugged unplugged it. Did you try unplugging it. And of course they like foreshadow that like ten minutes into the movie with like, oh I just you know, some kid's iPad or something. It's like, I just turned it off and turned it back on again. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, movie. man. Don't watch it. Yeah. He's got but a, he's got he's got a prosthetic leg. In yeah, he has right? a fake, and fake he's leg. To save his family, family from a skyscraper. Mm -hmm. okay. Anyways, let's keep <laughs> um, This is totally what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Uh, oh, I had something, though. Oh, yeah. You know who else I've been getting into this week? That see, I love being a fan of different things, and um, I I'm a fan of Muhammad Ali. Man, I watched the Will Smith Ali movie this week, oh, which yeah. is great. But just beyond the movie, I mean, if you look up YouTube videos of Muhammad Ali, like greatest, you know, his greatest knockouts, and then there's like a great compilation video of. Like thirty minutes of him just in interviews. Yeah, he is so funny. So funny. And even just a little bit that I was around you when you were watching, I was like, "Oh man, just so like, super clever." He, he was yeah. so he was like the people's <clears throat> champ, you know. In the same way, see, I think I think I latch on to people who just are great. Who like I get on the bandwagon. <laughs> so like you know, The Rock, Garth Brooks. Uh, Tom Brady eventually won me over. I hated Tom Brady for a long time, but you just—I like liking Leaders. those figures who are truly great. Who, like, they wouldn't actually have that many fans if they weren't. But they're being great in they're some awesome. way. Yeah, yeah, they're being leaders in their own. They're doing. They're 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 like unabashedly doing the thing that the, they were born to do. Right. I mean, yeah. look, look. I mean, Muhammad Ali is a great example. Yeah. 
as somebody who, I mean, he has to come up there. He has to, I mean, that's all part of the boxing. It's all, I mean, it's... It, all the showboating and stuff well, no, before he... no, it's not even the showboating. It's the technique, right? Yeah. You're going in there and you're doing hand-to-hand combat with another person, right? Yeah. So you're in there and it's, and it's, it's, it's just as important what's going on outside of the ring as it is inside of the ring. I mean, you look at you look at all the like with Floyd Mayweather, you know, Junior, and all his. I mean, he comes in there and it's like, you know, I'm gonna bet stacks of cash on myself. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, who you know, it's like, who better to bet on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like they have to come up there. I mean, you look at the weigh-ins, you look at all the the antics that you know, whether it's an MMA weigh-in or a boxing weigh-in or whatever they have, you know, they have all kinds of different, you know things they want to do to either get the opponent's head or make it funny you know it just depends on on how they're approaching it but what you're saying is true it's like you're you're dealing with people who are leaders and experts in what they're doing and so uh-huh. and and with the 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 yeah everybody likes the gladiator type yeah story who who would you guys say do you guys do you have any people that you're just a fan of just unashamedly you're a fan I probably do, but <clears throat> I have a hard time picking favorite anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like having favorites. <laughs> well, but oh, well, I'll keep thinking about that for a minute because I'm sure there's somebody that I'm like all about, and yeah. Jaxie will remind me on the minute. Yeah, whoever that is. Tesla. I mean, Tesla's or, cool. Or I'm, yeah. But not sorry. Yeah, I was actually Elon, I was Musk. Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. But a lot but of Tesla people love Tesla. Actually, yeah. actually love yeah, Tesla. Yeah. No, right. it's legit. Down with Edison. Yeah, Edison's <laughs> a chump. But that's the thing. I mean, there's there's different. You know, whether it's whether it's let's say talk about crafts that people are into. You know, uh-huh. you know, it's it's honing that craft. I mean, it's 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 you know, it's cooking. It's it's paint. It's art. It's music. It's it's engineering. It's it's architecture. It's all of those things where you're 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 in a, a position to create. Yeah. So, and everybody has that inherent that inherent desire and need to create whatever their specialty is. Mm-hmm. So, you know whether it's you know so people in finance. I mean, they have people that they like. Wow, I really like Ray Dalio or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. Why? Well, there's certain things about his philosophy that somebody might say they agree with, or yeah. John Bogle or something like that. When it comes to finance, but then you've got, you know, you got artists like Alex Kallenberg and, and James Austin Murray, and, and you know, just different cats like that, where it's like they're doing really good work, mm-hmm. and they just do their thing. And I think eventually, you know, if you if you stick with like doing what you do and do it well, people will take notice or may not take notice but mm-hmm. you're you're still doing something that's within you to create based off the gifts and talents that you've received mm-hmm. so. well, it's more <clears throat> celebrity figures is interesting too because it's like a combination it's like a like a perfect storm of someone who is excellent at their craft both like with the stuff they were born with and the time they've put into it mm-hmm. and the correct like almost like marketing team around them like mm-hmm. the people that like found them and put them in the spotlight and made it made, put them in a position to be viewed yeah. by so many people mm-hmm. and then adored by so many people because they were so great well and, and i think there's yeah that's kind of like that you almost have to like all of those facets to get to that point because there's probably you know there's probably millions of very excellent people that will never have yep. any renown maybe after they're sure. dead you know when the people dig up all their stuff and they're like oh wow this is all amazing right but, 
But you talk, you mentioned Garth Brooks earlier, and you're talking about somebody who is striving for excellence with what they do, plus has marketing. You know, he was what, he had a marketing degree. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think so so oh, actually, yeah. So it's one of those things where, where again, he's going to do his style of music and his style of concerts and those kind of things. I remember sitting at a dinner table one night and you know, the host was making fun of him, just laughing. Yeah. He, you know, he had these shirts made up with Garth on the, you know, the wires and, mm-hmm. you know, the little belt and everything. And I think the shirt said, you know, would Hank do it this way or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Yeah. But, but at the same time, there was no slag against the 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 fact that he was that he was somehow not talented it had never it never mm-hmm. had anything to do with a level of talent it just was you know, it was just like ah, I was gonna well there's like the, and I'm more it's, like the, yeah it can be like fun to <clears throat> to hate it, it can be fun yeah, to, jo- yeah. to join the band and I'm I tend to lean on the anti band yeah. if somebody just I don't even care about it but if a but whole bunch of people really like it to do I'm it like this is terrible I'm sure I'll figure out why yeah yeah you're never doing it as a negative you're not you're not making fun of the and even if you are, sometimes you know. Sometimes people, you know, sometimes when people make fun of you, it's, it's, nice. It, it sounds yeah, crazy. Right. Yeah, right. Well, still publicity, yeah. Because I mean, you've been in situations. I mean, you grew up on a ranch where, you know, cowboys and stuff like that would probably, you know, make fun of you or make fun of people. Just it's part of the culture. Yeah. You know, but it's also they understand how how things work on the ranch and yeah. you know the levels and those kind of things. So. It's kind of, you know, it's, I mean, it can be a two-edged sword. You can you can make fun of somebody in, in love or in or in hate. Mm-hmm. So, it's true. Yeah, you're not you're not necessarily trying to do it to hurt them, but some people do. Yeah. Yeah, but and there is that, like, you know, people. Certain, well, I would say like even Donald Trump, he actually becomes like more powerful. Uh, like I don't think he would enjoy not being made fun of actually like he gets a lot of pleasure out of people freaking out about it yeah Yeah. out of people thinking he's an idiot yeah and and people get pleasure out out of hating him too (laughs) yeah you know it's not just so it's kind of i think it's because everybody wants to have some sort of easy easy out projection Mm -hmm. does that make sense of everything yeah, I mean they they yeah. want to they want to be able to say, well, you know, let me let me crap all over this mm-hmm. because, yeah, whatever reason they have, as opposed to. But there's probably like yeah, there's probably legitimate points against legitimate decisions that they do have a problem with, but then it, you can just spill that over into like therefore everything this person says is terrible. Right. And same thing with on the other that, side would be like oh, I really appreciate these things that this person said therefore everything they say is going to be great and just jumping on like not to overuse bandwagon but, but <laughs> jumping on the bandwagon but then realizing like, like yeah it's not nothing's that cut and dry right. you know like in both ways would probably be a pretty unwise position to take because but it takes so much emotional energy to keep reconsidering everything every day and coming up with a new separate opinion every day is we just want to go fall back into our like these are the things I like these are the people I like these are the things I don't like these are the people I hate and just like stay in that because moving anybody from one box to another is like emotional mental energy right. it's easier to just stay where you are or find people that agree with you on those things right than... it's a path of least resistance yeah 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 but I think it's one of those situations I, I, I would say that whether it's 
well, I mean, Donald Trump or whoever, this idea that we have to sit there and we can't. I mean, it's 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 a really slippery slope to stand on a position that says I completely 100% either hate or don't like this person they have no value in any way shape or form in the, the grand scheme of how life is put together mm-hmm. and it's a pretty it's a pretty poor position to stand in and I think that having having that sort of standard is building a house or at least building your opinions on sand as opposed to saying I respect the person I respect the individual because they were created and so if God created these people then and God sees them sees us as having value and he loves us and we love God type of thing yeah then that isn't you know we're asked yeah. by Jesus to love everybody love your neighbor as yourself so you can sit there and have that well and pray for your enemies so just right. because someone is your quote unquote like enemy it doesn't excuse you from hating them <laughs> which right. is like that is the weird thing about Christianity is like every other group is like against everyone outside of that group <laughs> you know you have a group to like be against or be insular from the outside of that mm-hmm. but it's almost like you know Christianity's goal is to then help or not help, but like love everybody outside of their group on top of loving everybody inside of their right. group, which is mm-hmm. very strange and culturally antithetical sometimes. Right, and to and to take the position at the same time to say that your 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 contribution to that greater you know storyline is actually one part of the body that you that you're a part of. Does that make sense? So you're. You, you. How much does that overflow to people that are not in the body, though? What do you if mean? Some, so if someone, like, let's say, if like, like the the global, like we're all human beings on the earth, sort mm-hmm. of like, all in this together body, but then you also have like the, the more like theological, like if you are, you know, professing Christ in that body of Christ, then you have like a different level of responsibility and connection compared to what we what we expect from outside of that you know yeah i mean i <clears throat> i heard it i heard it said once that y- you have to pick a side so ultimately you have to pick a side and so you're not going to nobody's going to take their position and do it perfectly but at least you pick a side. It's kind of like starting a project, starting starting art, or starting a coffee shop. You you start, and you you make the choice. You pick the side, and you you take ownership of that. And if and if part of that is you know like in my case, and I know you two are uh, professed Christians. At the same time, it's it's for me looking at Christianity from a standpoint of saying well. Again, it's not about whether I can save you. It's about whether or not Jesus is going to save me. What does that look like? Well, I have to start believing and start acting out the words of that subject matter expert as best that I can. And if that means loving enemies and not, you know, participating in in negative things, and even inside there's there's good things. It's like, is that really what I'm supposed to be a part of? 
sometimes yes, sometimes no. It doesn't necessarily mean that something is bad or nefarious is happening within that organization. It just means that that was it wasn't an opportunity that the Lord wanted me to work on. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's certain there's certain aspects where we talk about having ordered steps every day and and those kind of things, and we start our day. We get up out of the bed and we start the day, and then from there. You know, we're filled with choices every day whether or not we're going to continue to live in the present moment and work out our, our salvation with fear and trembling as we move t- through the day and not losing sight about what we're trying to do I mean you if you have this view that you are on a path straight and you, you know go back to like authors like John Bunyan and Pilgrim's Progress and those kind of things where you're it's a great story. It's the, what the second most purchased book or read story. Um, I don't know the statistic exactly, but the the interesting thing is the fact that this that these kind of stories offer us a a practical painted picture of, of how life really sort of works, mm-hmm. and. So when it comes to somebody, whether whether they've whether they've wronged you or whether they've they've blessed you or any of those sorts of things, it's like you can still choose to love that person. You can still choose to to begin each day by starting out of love rather than starting out of hate or destruction or something like that. Yeah. And, and so, um, and, that, and that's what translates with my art. I mean, it, it, at first it was this cathartic release of um, emotions and, and trying to, to understand why I had to navigate these things in my head well okay so once I understood that and accepted that and understand that that's how my brain works now and that's the way to communicate then it's just practice and doing it every day I mean you talk like Stephen Curry or Stephen, Stephen Curry mm-hmm. is that his name? I, the basketball guy? Yeah I don't know which one well I, I mean talk about taking three-pointer shots you know Caleb my son was asking me you know well, you know, he's a really great basketball player blah 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 and I was like well did you have fun at basketball camp yes you know, he takes basketball shots every day even though he's that good at what he does he still practices the shot every day for the muscle memory and all that so it's the same with art mm-hmm. or a coffee shop you're going to be better at making coffee than somebody else not just because of the experience but because invested your passion into it and it's neat to see the growth in your business it's neat to see the growth in your business right growth (laughs) (laughs) seven years still questioning budding budding (laughs) budding business still budding but you've but you've grown as an artist oh yeah, I mean, I've accomplished, I've completed tasks. <laughs> your I, art has, you're, you're, you're. There's a lot of projects that I have done over the years that I'm proud of. Um, but as far as like my skill and stuff goes, I, I've gotten better in some areas, but it's. Yeah, um, or do you find there's still? I sometimes look back on paintings that I did ten years ago, and I'm like, oh, that's actually better than some of the things I'm making now just and I think an, an, inspira- an inspirational moment yeah I think I think there like there were times where I was 
more excited about painting and being an artist and that kind of shows through in some of the work and you know probably nobody else m maybe other people wouldn't necessarily know that but I kind of know that but everybody has and, grind out days yeah so I I feel like it's a big part of being an artist is is um, catching a vision of what the next thing is what the next project is mm. and um, working towards that so like it's the, a, like before, it's like just starting on it yeah catching the idea and then instead of like letting it slip oh which is kind of what we were saying before the why do we say we're going to do some things and then never start them <laughs> yeah right. and then mm. like and then being I, successful is really catching the idea getting started on it and then it starts to flow out yeah naturally i think having a, a real <laughs> good clear vision of what it is that you want to create um is is pretty essential for me but you're kind of but, i'm sorry go ahead but um sometimes sometimes that you know life circumstances come up and then that vision changes or becomes less appealing um wasn't even just the space next door where we used to be where it's like okay we're moving out of there and i feel like it just kind of threw you into like the yeah the idea of like oh wait i can move over there as well and then that's a whole list of painting and wiring and yeah deconstruction reconstruction stuff of like, re, re and yeah. reimagining the whole yeah, gallery yeah reimagining what, and what the gallery could be yeah and it's i don't know yeah. i don't have a super clear vision of that yet right that's what i'm saying like i not always which, like <laughs> but i guess like I, i'm okay with that for right now um and i think it will come to me but i know that that is very key in order for me to to be excited about i mean i've just been i've been painting walls for the last week and um jason's been helping me but like without that if i had a really clear vision of what all of this was going to be i would get that all done in like a day like oh yeah you know that's yeah. that's what i'm talking about sure of, yeah when you are really excited about something you you figure out a way to do it, mm -hmm. and that looks like you figured out a way there, already. I mean, uh, it, you started. You painted. You started painting walls. You, you took over the space. I mean, you've you've made those initial steps towards. And the thing is, is if you've never done something before, it's all the first time is always the hardest. After that, you know, you've, you sort of get past that plat the peak and then you sort of plateau and you've moved up but sometimes that first time though you have so much energy. I'm just thinking when I started the gallery when I moved the gallery from Red Lodge to here mm. I was really excited you know and had and I think I will get excited about this next thing but I'm just currently don't quite have that yeah yet. yeah so that's uh, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I have way more excitement for the shop now that we're like moved in and occupying it than the idea of just transferring everything and moving over. Yeah. You know, maybe some of it was just like the circumstances leading up to that, but like seeing it all together over there, I'm like, oh wait, this is this feels a lot more. This feels even better than I expected. It. You know, like it feels better to be here than I expected. There's more better things than I even realized. Yeah, and then 
that, that makes it easier to be excited, you know? What, were, what were some of those things? I mean, what were those, what were those things that sort of hit you as, as markers that made you go, I really like this? Or Oh, I mean, that? just seeing everything over there. <laughs> like after, yeah, yeah. After, after Alex and Leo kind of put all our tables up and like, that felt cool. And then yeah, imagining what the patio space can be like. Mm. Um, the patio's great. Yeah, the patio's super cool. And just the, and realizing how huge parking really is too, mm -hmm. like having the ability, so many, a bunch of people have already come in and be like, "Oh, I actually stopped today because I knew I could park and come in yeah. and get mm -hmm. in." Actually, yeah. and so things like that, I'm like, "Oh, maybe this is even this, not only yeah, just functional might, but actually better." You yeah, know, it might be a real blessing mm -hmm. to you. I, yeah, right, I right. Hope it is. But you've got a couple of years of cultural growth underneath mm -hmm. your, your company. Yeah. So, yeah. with the cultural growth, does, do you find that the space? fit some of your more core priorities or core values better or or maybe do you see an alignment i don't know yeah that's a good question i it's weird too because there will be occupied by another you know another business with when wise wonders ends up reopening <coughs> and that'll kind of change the dynamic in there a little bit um but yeah, I mean, all of our all of our regular customers have made it over there, and so that's nice to <laughs> nice to have actually because they wouldn't have had to. You know, they could have been like, "Oh, this is two blocks farther away or two blocks difference," and sure, that doesn't fit into my life schedule anymore. You know, right. so it was it was encouraging to like see that people keep hunting us down from our old space or mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, we're at about thirty eight minutes. Do we want to? Was there anything else you wanted to? Do you have any? Uh, just what makes us so. what makes us not act when we say we're going to do something? Mm -hmm. I hate lists, but I am incapable of accomplishing things without lists, <laughs> which I've slowly come to realize. Yeah. So I guess I appreciate them now, but I really, I realize like I'm not going to remember the thing that I'm so certain I'm going to remember. Mm -hmm. And so I won't do it or get it done until I put it on a list and mm -hmm. then have that list bounce around in my pocket for half a week and then <laughs> finally actually be able to like mark stuff off. Yeah. Is that something that Jaxie has contributed to helping you learn about yourself? I mean, she's just a great constant force. <laughs> right. <laughs> so some, some stuff is stuff she reminds me about for sure. Sure. Um, or schedules out. When I'm like, oh, hey, I need to do these things. She's really great. Being like, okay, you're doing these things this day, this day, this day. I'm like, thank you. Right. That's all I needed was someone to, to tell me when I'm doing these things. Right. I know the things I need to get done, but it's nice to have a framework for it. Sure. And it's it's just simply leaning on her greater skill set. Yeah, of organizing a, and scheduling. Yeah, yeah totally. as a partner in that, mm -hmm. in that business and those kind of things. And that's kind of the neat thing about it is, is you, you're saying, okay, well, we've, we've teamed up on this as husband yeah. and wife, and, and so this is how we want to approach it. And so it's neat. I think, yeah, being, being able to be real with your shortcomings mm -hmm. and letting other people be good at their skills, you know, sure. <laughs> and the kind of finding that balance of leaning on other people when it really is helpful, you know. <laughs> And in the things that they are excited to do and have strength in too, it's not just like leaning on someone else who also has bad scheduling, and right. then and then they're struggling with what you're just like passing off the struggle onto somebody else. But when you can give it to somebody who's like excited about it, that's super cool. Right. What do you think, Ty? Why don't you do things that you say you're going to do? <laughs> Why don't I? 
Um, oh, I think if if I'm if I say I'm going to do something, but then I don't, that there's some part of me that's divided mm. that doesn't want to do it, mm-hmm. and and so I just need to sit with that a little bit and maybe turn the thing into something that I do want to do or walk away from Realize it. that it's not. Yeah, that yeah. you over-promised or over-committed yeah. to something. Yeah, and ask for yeah, forgiveness that some, yeah. is, that, is that something that you write out or visualize in your mind, or, or how do you sort of break down that decision or, or break down your... Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know how I've done that. I mean, Pro- probably just think probably just thinking I do I pay more attention to like if I am avoiding something or like I kind of pay attention to where do I find myself driving like even with my car mm-hmm. you know like oh I missed that turn that's funny like why did I do that why did I I meant to go to this place but is, is there some part of me that doesn't want to go to yeah. this place? Mm-hmm. Mm, why is that? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Although sometimes some of that stuff, I feel like almost like the harder I try to avoid it, the better it is once I got there. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> that I'm like, there's something almost like trying to like keep me from a great thing, you know? Right. And that once I like push through that like hard chunk of like actually getting there or like starting or whatever sure. it is, like pushing through that and getting there. I'm like, oh, wait, this was not bad at all. In fact, this was really great. Like just I don't know why. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, like, confronting it and just being like, I don't know. And that, that's obviously not everything. There's definitely lots of things you should not agree to or drop and ask for forgiveness if you have agreed to it. There's that. Uh-huh. Just overcommitting to things is also, is, is definitely a problem, but I feel like sometimes the things that are hardest to get through end up being the most rewarding as well yeah right. yeah there's definitely like a laziness within me that's like yeah. oh i don't really want to like do my taxes totally. you know like i'm just gonna wait as long as possible yeah but but there's also you know just there are things that if i want to do something like there's if i really want to do something everything else gets pushed to the side, pushed to the yeah. side. and sure. so that i know um, so I kind of sense that sometimes like with even a, even a friend who will say like, Hey, I'm going to come do something with you, but then they end up being late or they end up, it's mm. like, mm, I, I actually don't know that you actually want to do this. Yeah. So there's something yeah. that's it's maybe that nonverbal communication. Or something yeah. Like that. Yeah. It's kind of that, that like our, our actions kind of speak louder than, than our words and um, I don't know no, that's kind of I mean there are I, those I don't know that I have much to say. see like I really want to do this podcast with you every week mm-hmm. and we're doing it right. yeah. like so yeah. I think if we didn't if there was some part of us that didn't want to we would just keep putting it off yeah we keep like, putting it when off when we missed a day we wouldn't do it the next day yeah. we would just be like oh let's do it next week yeah. we kind of keep like well yeah, and then the other, the yeah. other side of it is is that is that for my day right for my day, the way that the way that my day is playing out, just in the exact, I mean, in the presence of doing this podcast, recording it live, and those kind of things, is I got up today and started through my 
you know, normal routine and tasks and those kind of things. And then the next thing was the gallery. It's like, okay, well, we're going to come down here and, okay, well, look, there's painting that needs to be done. And, and it's like, okay, well, you know, I support you on the gallery. So it's like, let's get this thing done. Let's, let's help you get it painted. Let's get it rolling. Because again, it's, it's in a way you're helping me get started on art and me saying, well, here's the next thing. It's like, well, let me help you by helping you get started on this next thing. And the idea is that for me to come here and, and you guys to say, well, do you want to do a podcast? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not a normal thing. It's not something that I would say, I really want to do a podcast. I really want to be recorded. I really want, you know, all of these sorts of things. However, it's a situation where there's two people I, I trust. There's two people that have asked me to do it, and I had a choice, mm -hmm. and I chose to step in here and to be in front of the microphone to talk while it's recording and to have the conversation. So, ultimately, if we go back to like the proverbs of saying, you know, it's like one, it's like how can a man understand his own ways? Mm -hmm. The steps are ordered by God. The other thing is like it's it's foolish to like we're talking about like what was your, what was your question started saying not doing something you said you were going to do it's like it's foolish to commit to something hastily mm -hmm. and then to regret your decision later mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of those kind of things so I think when you start projects when you move on the things it's like it's almost like we've been sort of trained to go a thousand miles an hour on everything all the time to have as many irons in the fire just you know throw it against the wall see if it'll stick those kinds of things as opposed to saying I'm going to figure out what I'm best suited for what I'm going to aim at figure out all of those those things before and then mm -hmm. once you start to see all those things line up then to put then out commit there, and then grind commit to and, yeah. do it However, it's, it's, it is one of those situations where getting to that point where you have to say yes or no and make the decision. The decision has to be made either way. So if I had just had the conversation with you about how to paint and you said, well, just figure it out, I could have taken that as a rejection thing or I could have taken it as, a, as an advice. And the way that you approached it was very... Um, knowledgeable, you know, a leadership perspective, you knew that there was, you know, something that was going on, so, in me, but starting and getting it done, I could have, I could have dropped the choice at that point, because, well, I asked Tyler, he said, figure it out, and then I could just been lazy, and just said, no, but you start, mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of the nice thing about art, is, it is something that sort of pushes you in, in, sort of like your emotional capacity and then and then just sitting down I mean because some days like sitting there and taping canvases is laborious mm -hmm. is awful and there's been times where it's like oh, I really want to paint but look at all these canvases I have to tape hmm. and then I sit there and it's like well it's, you gotta chop wood carry water you gotta kind of grind it out and, and get those things done before you can get to a finished painting, a finished well, piece. The Jackson Mania, like the love it when it sucks, that was something that we were oh, sure, <laughs> kind of yeah. trained on at a, yeah. the school that we went to. And 
you know, that idea is like, oh, if you, if you can love it when it's terrible, mm-hmm. then you're like invincible. Because <laughs> the main thing that's terrible is when it's terrible. Right. But if you like, I don't know, it's like a weird like brain hack or just a genuine change in your heart and attitude of like how you mm-hmm. see the world. But when you can appreciate the worst times, then yeah, just like you took yeah. your, you took your low and you brought that up to to the middle, and then the, so the, ideally the highs are then super high after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a level of contentment too. It's a level of yeah. of, of understanding the the con, the contentment. I mean, gratefulness can, and yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, when you moved out of there, you had a crew of people to come in and get stuff moved and take bars apart and and get stuff swept up, and it was it was great. It was quick and it was it was together. And so, um, yeah, that was, that sucks because you're you're used to coming here, you're used to um, you have that those habits built in, even in your driving patterns, your walking patterns, your thought patterns, everything has to do with this location. Now you've got it over there, but one of the things you said was great was now everything is in one location. <laughs> I've got extra fridges. I've got <clears throat> space to make you know rectangles or whatever mm-hmm. whatever thing you guys are making. Well, the whole point is, is it's like, well, yeah, you you see that it's bad, even though mm-hmm. it, it was it was. I mean, I remember, you know, they say this, but you know, Tyler was crying, and it was it was emotional. And to to see Tyler crying, just like to see this thing that you know, there was a season that we had here, mm-hmm. and now that's that season has changed. It's different. Mm-hmm. I think it's better. I think it's it's more in line but to see Tyler crying about it was just wrenching for me because yeah it's it's not difficult to see the loss of something mm-hmm. you have to grieve a location you have to grieve those things mm-hmm. but then you've, you've had yeah take us just like way. stuff it it ends up coming out later in a probably not healthy way <laughs> so you sure appreciate the things and then grieve them as they go and mm-hmm be open to the to the next thing yeah. the garden plant it and grows and reap it and dies and plant it again yeah. cultivate time alright uh, well, can I actually, just say one thing I'm not sure Only if, it, one thing. if it stopped no we're still recording okay I, I'm really proud of you too thanks I, I, I say that from a just a loving perspective of just saying you guys have worked really hard on your individual businesses and you can see I see growth I see growth as individuals I see growth as entrepreneurs and, and business owners and artists and, and it's 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 a real blessing for the town thank you thanks I love you guys Talking to you, Jason. Thanks for your help with painting walls. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. All right. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on with us. And that's all for this week. We'll be back next week. That's the end of our show. And I think I think you need to develop that into a character. What's the, it's like the Bane one, isn't it? I was born in the dark. <laughs> you merely adopted it. Yeah. I need to work on that. That's, I've done better. Yeah. 
Um, All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and be good to yourselves. Bye.